dubbed the status symbol of the summer for preteen and teen boys, chances are you've seen prime drinks somewhere. Maybe at the gas station, Target, TikTok, or even at your kid's sporting event. What exactly is in those brightly colored bottles, and is it healthy for kids or even you to drink? Or should we be avoiding prime? Today's episode answers those questions, and we share what we do with our kids when they ask for prime. Let's dive in. Woo, Carolyn, this one, this one's going to be good. And this one is for all the parents out there or the Gen Zers who maybe listen to our podcast. I've probably offended them too much by now. I'm sure you've run them off for sure, (laughs) for sure. But that, that, you know, it is what it is. We know what our, who our audience is. What are we talking about today, Carolyn? Well, this is something, as a mother, I have been meaning to sit down and look into for several months now and haven't done it. So what do you do when you want to know about something? We pitch an article, pitch a story idea. So I pitched you the topic of prime drinks for our podcast. And I thought, you know, if I'm wondering this, other mothers have got to be wondering, like, how safe this is. And then this week... Prime energy drinks were in the news because um, the Senate Minority Leader Chuck Schumer is asking the FDA to investigate the caffeine content. Yes. And I actually had no idea that Prime had any caffeine in it. I saw that thing. I remember I screenshotted it. I sent it to two people, you and my (laughs) ex-husband. You because I was like, oh my gosh, I know that that Carolyn and I have talked about this. And my ex-husband because I know that one of my kids likes Prime, and then you blew my mind even further by telling me that there were two types of Prime drinks. Yes. So I don't buy them. And only one has caffeine. But the other one is a little concerning, too. Yeah. So. So somebody said that Prime drinks are the status symbol of the summer for pre-teen and teen boys. I can attest that. Like, oh, yeah. It's not like you have to have a certain shirt or a certain, like, device or it's – you need to be carrying a Prime drink. You can't have Gatorade. You can't have Powerade. You need Prime. Is Body Armor out, too? Uh, you know, when I can't find Prime, when I do buy it, um, Body Armor is usually his next choice. Okay. Down. All right. So that's still hip. Yeah. All right. Good yeah. to know. But – so. Meanwhile, I'm giving my kids electrolyte powder in their water, and I'm like, here, try this. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, kids. Okay, so give us a little background because this is pretty interesting. Yeah, so a lot of people may be wondering, where did Prime come from? Yeah, because it really, like, just came onto the scene. Like, one day you were in here with your son. He had a Prime. And I didn't even think to ask you about it. This is what I remember. I didn't even think to ask me about it. And you were just like, you see that drink over there? That's like all he wants to drink. And I just, I don't like it. Yeah. And that's what I remember. And then like two days later, I saw it at one of my kids had it. I can't even remember which kid had it. One of them had it at their dad's house. And I saw it. And I was like, uh. don't drink a lot of that. <laughs> that's all I said. So, well, I remember it kind of came into my life. Griffin started mentioning it maybe January, February a little. But what I really mark is when it took off in the U.S. is the Super Bowl because they did ads during the Super Bowl. And that was the first mass media marketing because a lot of their marketing is on social media. So it was prime 
the drink company was started by two social media influencers, Logan Paul and KSI. <laughs> That's I, really that person's name? Yeah, I mean, I guess he gave it to himself because I think he has a longer name. But they have over 40 million followers combined on YouTube. When you combine their numbers from YouTube, TikTok, and Instagram, they have over 100 million. Mm. And I've never heard of them. This is why, though, like, I, maybe we should say thank you for doing a Super Bowl ad because that's how all of the adults, like, adults learned about Prime. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, oh, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah. In my kid's hand. Exactly. I did not know this, but energy drink content is very popular on social media. That is so weird. Uh-huh. Prime is the official drink of the UFC. Um, that stands for Ultimate Fighting Championship. I had to look that up. And that is MMA fighting, mixed martial arts. Mm. Um, it has been called the fastest growing sports drink in history. And, you know, it used to be really nice, like, back in January, February, March, April. It was hard to find. It wasn't, it was only sold in a few places, hard to find. Um, or it was sold out. Well, now, this summer, I feel like it's everywhere. It's in groceries. It's in gas stations. It's in drugstores. It's in Dick's Sporting Goods. I, it's I in have GNC. It. It's in Target. It's in Walmart. You can't get away from it. The only thing you you can just pray that it's out of stock. Right. Yeah. So and they're putting it in the drink containers like at checkout too. So it's like mm-hmm. cold and ready. Yeah. 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 So there are actually two different product lines and that's what people may not realize and that's what i didn't realize yeah, there's prime hydration and there's prime energy prime energy is the one that they've asked the um, fda to investigate but we're going to talk about both of them um prime hydration is the one that i have bought my child but i've always kind of had some lingering concerns just because of some of the added stuff in it yeah now fortunately their, their packaging can help you, um, that the Prime Hydration comes in your, like, typical plastic bottle, mm-hmm. and the Prime Energy comes in a can. Yes, but to get it, they, they look alike. They have prime, big word Prime up yeah. and down, and it's like that on the plastic bottle. It's also like that on the can, which is what the energy drink comes in. So... Griffin one time walked into a gas station and came out with a prime can. Yeah. Thinking it was the just, hydration drink that he wanted. Yeah, just in a can. I was like, oh, no, no, no. You take that back inside. Yeah. You know, so for kids, it may not be clear. I mean, it wasn't clear to us. I mean, until- I can't even tell the difference between one of those sparkling waters that has caffeine in it and doesn't. So, I mean, yeah. Surely this, yeah. Okay, great. All right, so which one do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about Prime Hydration. All right. This is what they're calling their sports drink. This is the one that comes in the plastic bottle with the screw on top. This is the one that I have bought for my child because he has begged me, and I'm so Uh, sick of it. Um, I'm only laughing because I feel like you're just, like, putting that out there, like, I bought it. Yes. I did it. Got to be honest. This drink contains no caffeine. Okay, so this is not the one... That they're asked, the F- um, they've asked the FDA to investigate. So, um, Prime Hydration, it's marketed as having 10% coconut water, 250 milligrams of BCAAs for muscle recovery, 
B vitamins, antioxidants, and 834 milligrams of electrolytes. It is so important that your son gets in some branched-chain amino acids. Yeah, that's what BCAAs are. That is kind of concerning me. I just hadn't had a chance to look that up. But then um, other thing that's concerning me as little is the high amounts of the B vitamins. But one thing I think is funny as a dietitian is they say 834 milligrams of electrolytes. Well, all electrolytes are a bunch of different minerals. You right. can't just add them all up and combine them. It's not like it, yeah. social media followers. They're yeah. not, it, that they're not make, equivalent. make a lot of sense. Okay, but I will say now when I look at the Nutrition Facts panel on the back, right, mm-hmm. it looks like it's kind of a fine choice. It says it's got 25 calories per serving, and basically everything else is very low, like obviously no fat and no cholesterol, but sodium is only 10 milligrams, mm-hmm. 5 grams of carb, 1 gram of sugar, no grams of added sugar, and then it lists all of these vitamins. Yeah. Now, in high percentages, which I know you're going to go through, but if you did like a quick scan and then the first two ingredients are filtered water and then coconut water from concentrate. To the average consumer, without any nutrition knowledge, it looks like a great choice. Correct. That, exactly. And that's that was how my yeah. son first <laughs> described it to me. Like, it's going to make me better, stronger. Like, it's, yeah, like, I need to drink this, Mom. Yeah. It's going to make me healthier. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, and some of the positives are that it tastes better. And I, I tried to find some samples. Of course, the one day I can't find Prime, it's not at any of the gas stations I go in, is the one day I'm looking for it. So I we know we wanted to some. drink it on air. Maybe we'll, you know what, maybe we can go find some and drink it on Instagram. Yeah, that's a good idea. For people. But the one, when he, he's made me taste it twice, and I was very surprised that it tasted a lot better than I expected it to. I don't know what I was expecting. Um, and it's also lower in sugar and calories than your traditional Gatorade or Powerade. You know, those right. can start, those calories can start adding up. Um, so it's lower in sugar, lower in calories. It has no added sugars. Um, it does contain two artificial sweeteners. It uses sucralose and ACE-K, which I know we've talked about a little in prior episodes. So, yeah, yeah. no, um, probably the one gram of sugar may come from the coconut water or something. I don't know. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, because I was trying to think. I was like, where do you think that's coming from? Yeah. So those are some of the positives. The negatives is this is not really a sports drink, or it's definitely not an ideal sports drink. It's right. really lacking in key electrolytes. Um, it should have more sodium. There's no chloride in it. You know, your electrolytes are kind of a combination of minerals along with hydration. Um, you know, you need a balanced amount of them. So, and then it's very low in carbs. So it's really not enough carbs to replenish an athlete. Right. You know, so right. this really isn't what I call a sports drink, you know. It's, yeah, it's not um, It's not even like one that's going to do much for you while you're working out because it doesn't no. have enough literal energy in it to right. give you quick energy to access while you're exercising. Right. So, I mean, it's a fine drink, but it's not a sports drink. It's not something – to rehydrate with if mm-hmm. you've been working out, if you've been out in the sun and stuff. Like, you really need a Gatorade or a Powerade because those have the proper balance 
of electrolytes, proper balance, proper mix. Um, and then they have they have some natural sugar in them because that's designed to replenish yeah. um, some of the energy that you burned. So what's kind of worried me about the prime hydration has been the B vitamins and the BCAAs. Now, yes, I've continued to buy it for my son um, on occasion. Um, I mean, we also I, yeah. give our kids soda, ice cream. You know, I mean, yeah. you got to pick the hill you want to die on here, Carolyn. Yeah. So I looked into BCAAs. These are called branched-chain amino acids. They are naturally found in meat, dairy, beans. If your child is eating some protein, they are getting probably all that they need. Yeah. Okay. Um, there really is little research on giving kids BCAA supplements. You know, I know there's some adults who take BCAA powders, that kind of thing. There's really right. little research, good or bad. It, it's just not really studied. Um, unless it's for, like, a metabolic condition or deficiency. Um, okay. Yeah, like an amino acid deficiency. or so, But that would be under the doctor's, like, it would be prescriptive almost depending on what the child needed. Yeah, and, and most people use, like for adults here, like you use BCAAs for muscle growth, muscle recovery. It's like, it, it's not something, it's not something that like the everyday average person, adult or yeah. child, really needs. Like one could probably argue that it wouldn't really be worth my time taking a BCAA supplement. Yeah. I don't take one, by the way. But anyway, it's a very specific addition, and I find it very curious. Like, I'm wondering why they – I think – I would love I to know why. just because it sounds good on the label. Because I looked into – if I remember correctly, it's not that high a dosage of BCAAs. So I was – and I think I was almost kind of like, um, why are they even including it? Because I don't think this dosage could do much. Yeah. Anyway – do they even list, like, I can't even see what the uh, the amount of it listed on the label. They have 250 milligrams of BCAAs for muscle recovery. That's on their website. Oh, it's on their website. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Got now, it. Now, the other thing that worried me is the high amount of specifically 2B vitamins. So it's got some vitamins and minerals um, in it. Um, but the ones, it's not all of them though. And it's not all of them you might get from another sports drink. Um, like it's hundred percent of vitamin A, hundred percent of vitamin E, which is kind of weird. Cause those are fat soluble vitamins. vitamins. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that's soluble vitamins. So sorry for the average listener, just so they know those fat soluble vitamins are the ones that they are very important, but usually are transported with fat. You like, need to take them with fat. Yeah. But also um you need to be you need to be mindful that you're not overdoing it on them because they don't they're not one of those vitamins that if you get too much of it you just pee it right out. Right. If you feel like finding high quality supplements and natural healthcare products is like looking for a needle in a haystack, we've got the solution for you. Introducing Fullscript, a leading online platform that allows healthcare professionals like us to offer you a vast selection of professional-grade supplements from trusted brands. With Fullscript, you can easily browse and order all your supplements in one place. 
I first discovered Fullscript when a healthcare practitioner recommended dietary supplements for my daughter. I was amazed at the quality of brands that I had access to on Fullscript, and I loved that I could get supplements for the entire family all on one site. The 20% discount didn't hurt either. Every product on Fullscript meets the highest quality standards, all undergo rigorous testing and are sourced from trusted manufacturers, ensuring safety and efficacy. Click on the Fullscript link in our show notes to get access to the Happy Eating Dispensary. Using this link will give you full access to all supplements available and gets you 20% off on every order. You'll also find recommendations for digestion, immunity, back to school, anti-aging, and women's health, as well as the supplements that Briarly and I order on a regular basis. For B6 and B12, it has 200% of the daily value for B6, 200% of the daily value for B12. Now, yes, B the B vitamins are totally involved in energy production, energy metabolism, giving you energy. The B vitamins are key. But most people are not lacking in B6. And a lot of people are getting adequate B12 unless they have a restrictive diet or they're a strict vegetarian. Yeah. Um, but, um, so I looked up the amount. So, and it's not abnormally high. So 200% of B6, this would be 3.4 milligrams. Um, the RDA for kids between the ages of 4 to 13 is 0.6 to 1 milligram. So it's a good bit more than what the RDA suggests. But it's well below the upper limit, the max. Okay, so it's not take. like terribly like toxic yeah now when people get older we start to well we i'm not there yet but um because it's like six in your 60s and and up um you don't utilize b12 as well yeah um if people but i don't think this is marketed to people in their 60s and up so but there's that yeah yeah if you have a b um a b deficiency it's more likely going to be b12 but it's usually later in life or with vegetarians or, right, yeah, not kids. Okay, and then the B6, the, um, it contains 4.8 micrograms. The RDA for kids ages 4 to 13 is 1.2 to 1.8. So about four times the RDA. There's no UL for B12. Um, so can't say that this is a lot necessarily, but it's, a good bit over the RDA. This worried me because um, supplements of B vitamins always worry me a little because I know my family has at least one um, gene. We have the MTHFR gene variant, mm-hmm. which we've said we were going to come back and do an episode on. Need to. And um, we really need to. But we have one, I guess, like there's two things in the gene and we have one of them I don't that's not making sense I can see it in my head but I'm not using the proper language but if you have this gene variant um if you have two of them it's it's really bad you can't break down b vitamins into a form that's usable in your body particularly folate and then folate's involved in how your body can use b12 and b6 my kids and myself just have one variant so um we can't I think our we have a reduced amount or we aren't able to um, break down or trans, uh, let's say, what am I trying to say? 
It's not as efficient. It's not, our body is not as efficient as breaking down the B vitamins, folate, B12, and B6 into usable forms. It's not completely incapable of. It's just not as efficient as it could be. Right, right. And so if you have this gene variant, which is very, very common, um, there are certain forms of folate, B6, B12 that you should take and certain ones you shouldn't. And supplement terms. And essentially, that's what the B6 and B12 is in this drink. You need to think of it as like a dietary supplement. Right. But it's not in the form that someone with the MTHFR could use. And that's kind of what I'd been concerned about. Um, Because it is decently high amounts of those vitamins. And because... Griffin can't break down, can't utilize it as well as another kid who doesn't have MTHFR. Right, right. But again, also just as a refresher, and I know we talked about this when we talked about um, supplements, is there, as you said, there are a lot more people that have MTHFR and just it's not, um, they don't know or it's not diagnosed or whatever, which is why we always recommend taking supplements with the methylated forms yeah, of the B the vitamins. Forms. Yeah. The form of B12 that is in prime hydration is called cy- cyanocobalamine, but it's made from cyanide actually, which can have toxic effects over time. It's not really the preferred form of B12 to take. And it's definitely not ideal for those who have MTHFR gene mutations. It can cause B12 levels to become very high, which may sound good, but that's not good in terms of um, levels of other things in your body and overall health. So, um, but other than that, it's fairly harmless. Uh, Fairly harmless drink, doesn't have added sugar, um, doesn't have caffeine, you know, I don't think one a day is probably going to hurt your kid. Yeah. Would you agree? No, I would agree. I think that it's just to be mindful of, like, the extra, you know, vitamins, that, like, abundance of some of those, yeah. like, B vitamins. Um, but, no, it's it's really not. I mean, I think it also depends, too, on how you feel about your kid uh, getting artificial sweeteners. Yeah, true. Um, but I also, you know, I think that, that kids sometimes can be more, some can be more sensitive to the taste of it anyway. Mm-hmm. So like maybe they're not going to drink a whole bottle of it anyway Yeah. in one day. You know, maybe yeah. it's like a half a bottle today and a half a bottle tomorrow. But I say that just from my own experience in my house. Like my kids can put down a Sprite, but they can't put down like, uh, like they can't put down like a Gatorade or a Powerade or. Okay. Um, so. Well, the other thing I would say do not use this as a replacement for Gatorade or Powerade if, like, Correct. you're hydrating your child after soccer practice or sports or that kind of thing. Yeah. It is That's not. a really, really important point. It is not sure. an ideal sports drink. No. Gatorade, Powerade, the old school ones are your best choices. Well, I would even say go use, like, the Ultima electrolytes. Oh, yeah. The you know, powder. Use the Use that. Like, we've talked about that. Or um, – if you like something saltier, use Element, but um, because that what you those are at least giving you the those other balance. electrolytes yeah. that you need that Prime doesn't have the sodium, the chloride, um, yeah, all those so, minerals. Yeah. Okay. 
So that's our take on prime hydration. Now let's talk about prime energy. The one in the can. The one in the can. The one that has caffeine. So a 12-ounce can of prime energy contains 200 milligrams of caffeine. This is six times um, that of Coke. Oof. Um, same size Coke, so it would take six Cokes, same size to be the equivalent. Um, has two times more than a Red Bull of the same size has. Wow. That surprised me. Yeah. Um, it has the same as Celsius has, which I feel like Celsius was really popular last year with the girls. Oh, it kind of, yeah, it kind of touts weight loss and that kind of thing with oh. the Celsius drink. Oh, yeah, and that joy. Lovely. Yeah. So, um, so, you know, caffeine's the real concern here. Um, recommendations advise adults not to exceed 400 milligrams of caffeine right. a day. Which is basically, well, it is, give or take, it is, that's two true cups, like, of a, like, a, of coffee, of, like, a, even, like, a Starbucks coffee. But most of us, our cups are bigger than eight ounces. Yeah. Most of us are going to Starbucks or wherever else and getting, like, a grande or a venti size. Yeah. Um, so what concerns me about that level of caffeine is that if you are like me and you're a coffee drinker, you've already had the caffeine you need for the day. Right. And now, depending on when you drink this, you're basically going back to the coffee shop in terms of caffeine. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, kids under 12 is advised that they avoid caffeine completely. They just don't need it. Um, kids 12 or older should not exceed 100 milligrams of caffeine. Now, the reason there's so much concern about kids is I think, one, the marketing is not clear. Like, my son went in and thought he was getting a hydration drink just in a can. Right. You know? Yeah. The difference um, between the two and products. And it, it is not clear, own it, that it, I mean, no, own it, that it contains caffeine. I mean, you really have to look. So. Yeah. Um, but also, adults usually have developed a tolerance for caffeine. And, you know, a lot of times we can tell if we've gone over or, you know, or in the morning if we haven't had our coffee, um, our caffeine. Kids don't have a tolerance. They aren't drinking coffee every day like adults. So you're basically introducing a new stimulant into their system in a pretty large dose. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at the label right now, too. Mm -hmm. And what's interesting is that, first of all, you have to turn the can sideways to read the ingredients. They make it very hard to read. It, it is very hard to read. And also, I can see just the way that they've done the coloring and the, um, and the font coloring, the can coloring, and the shadowing. It actually makes it even harder to read, I think. But the caffeine isn't listed in the nutrition facts panel. It's listed in the allergen section. Which like I thought caffeine, when you add it to a product, I thought it had to be added or it had to be. I in thought the it had to be on the label panel. too, but they've changed the nutrition facts panel rules, and so I wonder if that's something that's been changed. I'm not sure. I mean, now they still say how much caffeine is is in there. Um, but it is in a weird spot and like, for example, they obviously, ca they call out that it is gluten free and they put a big black box around it. So it's yeah, very easy to funny. see that it's gluten free. Um, 
But and vegan. They like to tout that too, vegan. Yeah. Which is so bizarre. Um, I mean, they might as well just put dairy-free on there too. I, so true. <laughs> dairy-free. It's not nut-free though, folks, just so you know, because it contains coconut. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's not clear. And it, you can see in very, very tiny letters, it says this, um, that their energy drink is not for anyone under 18, pregnant, or breastfeeding. But this is in very, I finally found it on the label somewhere. It's in very small letters. Um, and, you know, I think that's why Chuck Schumer brought it to the attention of the FDA because, you know, it really isn't clear that it's an energy drink and it has this much caffeine. Yeah. Well, especially if it has like a, you know, a sister brand that is caffeine free. Yeah. Um, his labeling looks pretty similar. Exactly. Yeah. So side effects of excess caffeine in kids. I mean, I guess this could be adults <laughs> too, but dehydration, heart complications, irregular heartbeat, racing heartbeat, heart failure, anxiety, which may be nervousness, jitteriness, um, and then insomnia as well. Yeah, it's really good if when kids are I love struggling that. when mine can't go to sleep. Yeah, love it. It's great. It's great. <laughs> I think it's important to point out that the National Federation of State High School Associations recommends that young athletes not use energy drinks for hydration. That's where you can really get in trouble. Um, And they also say that information about potential risk should be distributed to young athletes. Um, You know, I didn't even really know that energy drinks were being used as a form of rehydration. Yeah. That makes. I, I mean, it makes sense. sense. I I just don't have the exposure to high school athletes. Yeah, that like where I would learn that. Um, yeah, their energy drink also has um, 150% of the DV for B6 and B12. Um, so it's still high in those in some of those yeah. other nutrients that we talked about that were in um, some of the other vitamins that were in. Um, excuse me, prime hydration. Yeah. So, so, but, but lacking in sodium, I mean, it's a little higher in sodium, but not really. So again, not, not a good choice to use. Yeah. So I would definitely avoid prime energy. I would avoid all energy drinks. Yeah. I'm not a big fan of energy drinks. Um, and I would say my, my big thing with energy drinks is that they fall into that category of being a supplement, which means they're not well-regulated, mm-hmm. which is why this whole, like, please look into it FDA thing like The FDA came doesn't up. look into supplements, including energy drinks, until you've had, like, a number of cases or reports of hospitalizations or deaths, you know? Right, like some adverse side effect that they're like, oh, maybe maybe we should look at this. Yeah. Um, and it's also not to totally dog on the FDA. It's just that they have so many other things that they do that, it, you know, supplements in general are not, they're just not well regulated. But I agree with you. I don't really love, I don't love the idea of energy drinks. I personally don't use them. Um, I definitely wouldn't want, don't want my kids to have them. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. And I don't love Prime Hydration, but I have bought it and I don't think it's that horrible yeah i do for an energy drink i prefer gatorade or powerade though yeah 
Play more. But if my kids now, now that we've done this, if my kids asked for this versus like a a Coke, I mean, I would lean more on this than I would on, yeah. on a Coke. Prime hydration, that is. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Gosh, well, thank you for looking into it. I really hope that listeners will tell us if they use Prime, either Prime. Or if their kids are asking them for asking Prime. for it. And they're sick of it, like yeah. me. Yeah, exactly. So hopefully this is helpful. Hopefully you can feel a little bit better about Prime Hydration if your kids are asking for it. But we also outlined when you should be using it and when not to be using it, mm-hmm. a.k.a. do not provide it after a sporting event in an effort to rehydrate your child. Yeah. Um, if I should say if they have been over, like if they've really been sweaty and active for a while. Yeah. I mean, Pee Wee Soccer League and T-Ball, they don't need Gatorade after that. Yeah. So I, I, should, I feel like we should give that a little bit of that disclaimer. But anyway, hopefully now you know when when to use it, when not to use it, maybe feel a little bit less bad about your kid wanting prime hydration. But also hopefully now you, like me, are aware that there's this other prime energy out there to be mindful of. Yep. Okay. Well, thank you again, Carolyn. Yeah. Talk to you all next week. Bye. Thank you so much for joining us for the Happy Eating Podcast. I'm Briarly Horton. And I'm Carolyn Williams. If you liked this week's episode, then don't forget to rate and leave us a review on iTunes. And be sure to hit the subscribe button so you'll never miss a new episode. We can't wait to have you back at our table next week for a brand new episode. Bye! Bye. The contents discussed in the Happy Eating Podcast, such as advice, studies, text, graphics, images, and other material discussed or presented on the site or podcast are for informational purposes only. Content is not intended to be a substitute for medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your mental health professional or other qualified health providers with any questions you may have regarding your condition. Never disregard professional advice or delay in seeking it because of something you have heard on the Happy Eating Podcast. If you are in crisis or think you may have an emergency, call your doctor or 911 immediately. If you're having suicidal thoughts, call 1-800-273-TALK, that's 8255, to talk to a skilled, trained counselor at the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you are located outside the United States, call your local emergency line immediately.